0: live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri. This is The Average Joe Podcast. A show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. All right, it's Monday. Daylight savings time. Jeez. Give me a break. What time is it? (laughs) It's an hour before, it's an hour after. I can't keep track. My my uh sleep patterns all screwed up. It's gonna be great for two or three weeks until we get it under control. Of course, asking that we just stay with one particular time frame or one time system would be asking way too much. So we won't even do that. I know how that goes. There's not a chance they're gonna listen to me. But if if you're like me, you probably would like for the time to stay the same. But that's another subject we'll talk about sometime. Uh, What I want to talk today about is the fact that the mainstream media has literally, and I'm talking about mainstream media. I'm talking about ABC, CBS, NBC, uh, PBS, uh, NPR, any kind of public public, uh, funded broadcasting of any kind. Uh, as well as the cable stations, including Fox News, up to a certain point, okay? They have literally become the Tokyo Rose of the 21st century. And I, you may not know what Tokyo Rose is, but if you don't, and, and forgive me if you do, I don't want to bore you, but Tokyo Rose was a name given by the Allied troops in the South Pacific during World War II. And it was to female voices, uh, English-speaking women, Who broadcast uh, propaganda for the Japanese during World War II was usually it was about in 1943 uh, ish, you know, and and it was broadcast in uh, the South Pacific and around North America. And it was a woman. There were several female voices actually. Uh, There were there were several broadcasters, but uh, uh, no one really actually assumed that name, Tokyo Rose. But that's what it was given to the uh, uh, it was it was pinned by the soldiers in uh, U.S. News uh, around 1943. And basically, it was a woman who came on with a real sexy voice, English-speaking, of course. She was Japanese. And she would tell all the, the soldiers that they were going to lose and that their their efforts are falling on, you know, it, it failing, and they're impotent, and they're, uh, um, you know, they have low sperm count. Uh, their wives are sleeping with other guys back at home. And they just go down the list. It was trying to, to moralize. The troops, which it didn't, it actually had an opposite effect, and most of them laughed at it. They thought it was hilarious, but there was the fact that they were even out there doing this and uh, uh, trying to spread pop- propaganda. Is where I'm coming from today, because mainstream media has become a mouthpiece for the the White House, and anyone who wants to spread propaganda, uh, truth has nothing to do with mainstream media anymore. Not not an ounce. They've literally become uh, a spokesperson for the for the left and the crazies, okay anything you bring up uh especially with this russia thing but i I want to get into something else. there was actually one of these, and i wasn't aware of this. I just did a little research uh, over the weekend uh, it was there was a uh, a guy in the uh, uh, eastern front or well in europe in the europe theater uh during World War ii he did the very same thing he had a uh his name was William Joyce. He was a German who spoke impeccable English. He was uh, uh, kind of an uppity dude. And they applied a name to him called, they called him Lard Heehaw. And uh, he, he, uh, he spread Nazi propaganda to the UK from Germany during the Second World War. Um, they said he had an a upper class accent. And he did the very same thing. Tried to demoralize the troops, tried to tell them they were going to lose. Uh, that they were all, you know, their their wives were cheating on them. Uh, uh you know, their plans were we already knew their were plans we're, were were two steps ahead of you, that kind of thing. So Lard Haw and Tokyo Rose. That's what mainstream media has become. It's it's unbelievable. They're they're doing the very same thing. Especially with this. They did it with With COVID, right? I'm not going to say it because I may want to put this on uh, YouTube, and I can't say the words. On, I'm I'm going to get a little horn, and it's going to be honk honk when I say the word, and it will be COVID. Okay, so they did it for that. They've done it for the Biden administration from the very get go. They've been doing it for years, but they've really doubled down here with Biden and the uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine, because now. No matter who you are, it doesn't matter. You can be oh, give you an example. You could be a Russian conductor, okay, in Germany. And and if you're Russian, you're gonna get canceled. That's just the way it works now. If you are have any any connection with Russia, if you if you once looked at Putin in a picture in a magazine, you could absolutely be the enemy. If you have any connections to any part of the Russian government, uh, it could be the it could be the most mundane and and uh, uh, simple thing you're going to get canceled because of this propaganda push that everything that is Russian is evil, all Russian people are evil, all Russian uh, products are evil, Putin is a monster. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not going to bat for him. Invading a sovereign country is the worst thing you can possibly do. But I find it amazing that it's okay for the United States to do that. No one mentions that. Have you noticed that in mainstream media? We walked into Iraq on a, on a, a false premise of uh, weapons of mass destruction, right? Uh, along with the 9-11, you know, hush, hush. Uh, he had something to do with that uh, notion. And, and that's okay for the United States to do that. We can get blasted by a few small uh, countries around the world about invading a sovereign country. Uh, they'll go to the U.N. and complain about it. And nobody does anything about it. We, invite, we invade Iraq for absolutely no reason. A sovereign country. Sovereign country. We had no business being there any more than the Russians did in the 80s. And we blasted them for that. Oh, we did everything. Now, what what is the difference between Russia invading Ukraine? Because they're saying that NATO is going to move in. And they have biological weapon labs. Which we find out they do. Yeah i'll get into that in just a second that's down the road a little bit but what is the difference between us invading iraq and i want to know i want to know what the difference is if you've got a democratic friend or a left lefty a crazed lefty ask them what the difference is see what they've got to say what's the difference between us invading afghanistan iraq syria uh uh libya and taking out the president you know the uh, uh gaddafi you explain to me the difference between that and what you and what Russia is doing in Ukraine right now. And mind you, these countries weren't even on our border, and we did it. This country happens to be on Russia's border, and they don't like what's going on over there. Again, I am not under any circumstances uh, defending uh, 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 Vladimir Putin. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't defend him. No, this is wrong. Doesn't matter who's doing it. It's wrong. So here's what's going on right now it right now tucker carlson is the only one asking this question he's saying you have to hate vladimir putin or you are committing treason it's that simple there's no getting around it you either and and he's saying this he's making fun of his own his own industry that he's from he's making fun of it and he's right because you either have to hate vladimir putin with every fiber you're being or somehow you're an american And this is the same thing that went down when we invaded Iraq. If you didn't bow down to the Bush administration and kiss their feet and say they were doing the right thing, somehow or other you were a a treasonous uh, uh, individual. I I lived with that, I did. I said that invasion was absolutely the worst thing you could possibly do. Donald Trump said the same thing. A lot of people did. And we were listed as uh, un-American, unpatriotic, you know, freedom fries, right? French didn't like it so we're not going to call them french fries anymore you remember all that nonsense it's the same thing here we're literally we're kicking out the Canadian uh, uh, pianist was was fired over this because and he's he's denounced uh, Putin but because he's Russian they're kicking him out unbelievable we got a Russian conductor in Germany his his uh, he was dropped by his management company because he had ties to Putin I mean, even if they denounce Putin, they're still canceled. Unbelievable. We are actually at a point now where Facebook is actually going against their own terms of service. And they're allowing violence to be called for against the Russian military, or Vladimir Putin. Now, they're putting one little asterisk in there and saying, now, we're not calling them for violence against Russian people. You know, that's, that's in the fine print, of course. So... Facebook is going against its own its own terms of service. You you can't be. You talk about a hypocritical move. This is it right here. When Facebook will take you off, will ban you for calling for violence or saying they want to, you know, punch somebody in the face. You, you're 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 banned. You're taken off. But it's okay now. They they're making an exception in this case that you can call for violence against Russians. Okay, they're saying Russian government and the Russian military and Vladimir Putin, not the Russian people. And so, I'm sure that that won't get lost on anyone along the way, right? The, 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 the average numbskull in uh, America today, he's not going to misinterpret that as I can go after Russians. I swear, these people, you can't make this stuff up. They're unbelievably stupid. That's what they are. They're the biggest hypocrites on the planet, and Facebook is the worst, okay? So now I can't put this on YouTube because I use that. You, you'll get in trouble for that too now. I've got, actually, I've got a strike against me now if I, I hadn't told you that. I had a warning, and now i got a strike because I mentioned uh, uh, COVID in, a, in a, uh, uh, a podcast that I put on YouTube. So i got, I got a strike for that. Now, at the end of the day, Tucker Carlson's saying, hey, why are we, why are we not checking into this, okay? We've got U.S.-funded bioweapons labs in U.S.-funded, okay? In, in Ukraine now, why is that? Why is that a false narrative? Well, if you ask anyone, uh, the, the fact checkers immediately jumped on this one. Victoria Newland, she is the Under Secretary of State. She was testifying before a Senate panel, Senate uh, inquiry, and she mentioned that the United States was really worried about uh, these bio labs. Okay, now she was very, very careful. And you could tell she was very afraid she was going to use the wrong words. She called them biological research facilities. Now, I don't know about you, but in my head, that equals bioweapon labs, right? Now, Putin was right on this. He said there were, there were at least eight labs run by the U.S. in Ukraine. Okay? This was one of his grievances. He said, this is not right. You've got bio labs that are, that are researching uh, bioweapons in a country that's right next to mine now America's saying now this is what they're saying and this is why the fact checkers jumped on this because they said oh that's not true that's false absolutely false that's not true I think uh, Snopes did uh, New York Times says it was false Newsweek Mitt Romney said it was false uh, oh Scott Kelly yeah the former astronaut right which I don't know about you, but he gives me a pain in the ass. He really does. I, I don't like that guy. And he may have, in fact, been up in the uh, International Space Station for a year, whatever it was. I don't like the guy. I think he's an arrogant jerk. Okay. Now, he said it was false. And then Mitt Romney calls uh, Telsey Gabberto a liar. She says she's treasonous lies because Telsey Gabbard came out and said, yes, they do, in fact, have biological uh, weapons uh, labs in Ukraine. How about that? Now, Snopes said it was false. Oh, my God. Now, how would they know? How would they know in less than 24 hours whether or not this story was true? I'll tell you how. Because White House called them didn't. That's why. Don't push that narrative. We can't have that because it's not true. Right? Yeah. So, America comes out. Okay. uh, The the talking heads. And uh, it says, oh, our our bio labs in Ukraine are purely defensive. Nothing to see here, folks. Okay. But also, America, just, on the sa- just to be on the safe side, God forbid Russia captures them. Now, why would you say that? I mean, and I know they didn't say that per se, but that's what they're implying. They're saying, we got to get over there. we got to get this stuff out of here. That Victoria Newland was about to have a cow right on, uh, on national television. as She's trying to explain why we need to get over there, get all that stuff out of there before they take them over because they may use that technology against us of course they would then but if that's the case then why would the why would the if it, why would you worry about it if it's purely defensive right i don't understand this now funny thing is us embassy just removed from their ukraine bioweapons lab documents from their website the embassy in ukraine they did that they took the they took the, <laughs> the lab documents off their website which showed where the bio labs were at is isn't that funny. But we didn't have any there, according to mainstream media. And that this is an entirely false narrative that they're pushing. you got to really watch these people. you got to really watch them. My, my advice is, whatever the, the mainstream media says, it's usually the opposite. Okay? Now, having said that, also, a uh, phrase that I live by is, believe nothing until it is officially denied. Because then you know it's true. And that's where this is going right here. This is some serious stuff, folks. These bio labs—hard telling what was in there. Are we looking at the next uh, major uh, epidemic, world epidemic? I don't know. What were they? What were they working with here? What, why would we? Why would we have? Why would we even have these labs in Ukraine? Is, isn't that kind of inconvenient? Oh, I'll tell you why. Because there's a treaty that says you not can, You can't do this. Okay, there's an international treaty that says you can't do this. So we're going to put them in Ukraine because nobody knows about that. They're not an ally and they're not part of NATO, so nobody's going to look. That's why we got them there. You can't do this in Mexico. They're part of NATO. Well, I mean, they're not part of NATO, but they're part of the international community. You can't do it in Canada. It's against the law. Yeah, so that's why we're doing it. The U.S. government was doing things that were illegal and they knew it. And now they're afraid the Russians are going to pick up this stuff and take all their research and use it against us. That's exactly what this is all about. So at the end of the day, when they're calling uh, Putin a bad guy, which he is, don't get me wrong, I don't want to be hurt, I don't want to be, I don't want to said that I was a Putin sympathizer, I'm not. But at the end of the day, maybe he, maybe he was right about this. Maybe if we'd just gone along with his, his requests and pulled that stuff out of there, and not had Ukraine become part of NATO, or even hint at it, right? that maybe, maybe we could have, this could have been avoided. But we can't do it because we got a bunch of psychos running the, 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 in the White House and in government in general. They're all, they're all psychopaths. So I don't know. This is really serious, and it's getting closer to uh, a larger conflict, I'm afraid. I, I, I really am. And we'll talk more about that as time goes on. That is, if the Internet is up and running, and that's a possibility as well when you talk about cyber attacks. I'm going to talk about that tomorrow. There's a lot going on there. A lot. Yeah, so anyway, uh, that's all I got today on on uh, that particular subject. And I will come back with uh, a few uh, news items that are worthy, that I consider anyway. If you think he's crazy, then what do we consider the rest of the world? You're listening to The Average Joe Podcast with Damon Gilbert. All right, the first uh, item today. it's been a big weekend of news. My God, I, I had a hard time... Picking out 10. Actually ended up with 12. So, anyway, we're going to go through them pretty quick. Uh, gas prices are near $6 gal- six a gallon in California. Can you believe that? $6 a gallon for fuel. Now, whose fault is that? Well, depends on who you talk to. Okay. Now, Biden will tell you it's Putin's fault. He's calling it, a, what is he calling it? The Putin price increase, which is ridiculous because Prices were going up long before uh, Putin invaded Ukraine. So don't believe that. You know, and tell your, tell your relatives and your friends that's nonsense. That's not true. Did it, did it contribute to it? Absolutely. But if we had a Keystone Pipeline and we were self-sufficient and we were drilling on public land, we'd probably be able to offset this whole thing. But we're not doing that. And whose fault is that? Well, that's President Joe Biden's. So uh, I think here in Missouri it's uh three eighty seven. I think the uh, I think the average right now is four thirty-two in uh, uh, in the United States, as far as I can see. But six bucks a gallon in California. Whew. All right, and then we've got uh, Jesse Sm- juicy juicy Smollett. He's uh, been placed in a psych ward in the county jail in Cook County Jail. Okay, uh, he's saying that it's all because he's black, and they're very concerned about him because he may, he may cause himself harm. And, himself harm. Now, he's, uh, uh, you know, he's yeah, I think he's staying 150 days. 150 days. I don't know about you. 150 days sounds like a lot to me. I don't know. Is this guy, is this guy capable of pulling this off without going uh, crazy? I don't know. W- w- is it possible he could kill himself? <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. I don't think he's a very stable individual myself. So who knows? Who knows if he, he he will or not? I I really don't know, but uh, he's claiming that it's all because he's black. Okay, that's what he says. He says it's all because I'm black. There's nothing else about it. He's 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 <laughs> he's gonna he's got to pay back $120,000 to the city and pay a $25,000 fine. So uh, that would make me crazy if if I if I had that coming. Now of course I don't make millions of dollars either. And how this guy makes millions of dollars is beyond me? I don't know. I I watched some of that. I don't know about you, but I watched some of that Empire uh, show, that 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 series. I didn't think it was that good, but that's just me. Ah, uh, let's see what else we got here. Tom Brady's coming out of retirement. It sounds like. Well, there's a surprise to no one. Yeah. So, uh he's going to come back. It lasted 40 days. His retirement did. So he's a he's a. I don't like. Tom Brady, I've never had. I've never thought much of him. But uh, who's he going to go to? Who's he? Oh, he's going to go to the Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So that, that should be interesting. We'll see what happens. Anytime anybody comes back from that, they've. it's never been good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that I care. I don't give a rat's ass about football. But I just think it's funny that they're allowing him to come back. And I, he is good. I, I'll give you that. But I, apparently needs more money. How would you need more money? Uh, but anyway, it's, it's beside the point. Uh, let's see. What was it? Speaking of news that no one cares about, uh, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard is claiming responsibility for a missile barrage in Erbil, I guess it is. And uh, uh, that was a missile attack on a U.S. consulate. In Iraq's Kurdistan capital, and nobody's mentioning this at all. All right, so this is how world wars get started. Okay, anybody that's got a grievance at the particular time, especially against the the, the West, okay, this is the time to strike. It really is. I mean, I, I I'm not I'm not endorsing it, of course, because I think this is this is ridiculous. The Iranians are the the Iranian uh, government is the worst, and well, one of the worst in the world, besides Saudi Arabia and China. and I got a story on Saudi Arabia here coming up too. I mean, they're the worst. And so we're going to let them do this and not say a word about it. OK? All right. well, I guess we'll just do that then. We're more worried about this thing going on in, in Russia between Russia and Ukraine. This takes a backseat to it. Now I guarantee if this had happened and this Russian-Ukraine thing wasn't taking place we would be threatening Iranian uh, 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 sovereignty. We would. We would. They've wanted to go to war with Iran Iran for a long time, and this would be a perfect opportunity to push the uh, envelope a little bit. So I don't know. I don't know where that will go, but uh, I guarantee you there are more people out there that are thinking to themselves, now's the time to take advantage of the United States. That's just the way it is. And speaking of that, Ah, uh, and we're pushing these guys into it, too. The Chinese, uh, the Chinese are in bad shape right now as far as their, their stock market's concerned. It had the biggest crash and biggest loss since 2008 because of their ties to Russia. Yeah, they lost like, it, it dropped like 7.5%, and that is huge, folks, huge. Yeah, you can't survive that for very long. So what happens if Russia and China are got, got their backs up against the wall? They're going to strike out. They're going to. They're going to strike. That they're going to. They're 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 going to. They're going to push back. That's what they're going to do. And 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 we've got an idiot in the White House who's not going to be able to handle this. And we've got a group of people in that administration that are too stupid to do this. You think this Blinken's going to go over and solve this? No. What we'll do is we'll send a, a Kamal over and maybe she can cackle loud enough and, and that'll that'll sit things straight. Yeah, that's the kind of morons we've got in charge right now. Uh, Let's see. Also, getting back to stupid. uh, What was it here? Uh, Oh, yeah. About this... This... uh, Project Veritas video of that New York Times editor. Oh, my God. The one where he claimed that there were a ton of... I believe his his exact words were there were a ton of FBI informants uh, there during January 6th. And he also disparaged his colleagues for saying they were a bunch of pussies, basically. So he's not exactly w- well-liked around the New York Times right now. But New York Times editor Dean uh, Beckett, I guess he responds to the latest uh, Project Veritas videos. And what he's saying is, oh, well, they, they, uh, they doctored the video and they took him out of contact. You know, all the, all the, all the typical stuff you'd say. What it has done is it's uh, driven a wedge between a lot of these reporters. There, there's some dissension amongst the troops, you could say. And speaking of of idiots like the New York Times, The Atlantic, okay? That's a that's an online magazine or in print magazine whatever, one of those that's it's it's on its way out. <clears throat> they're warning that uh and I bet you didn't know this. this. So listen up folks, this is a new one here. You they you're you probably not going to learn this anywhere else but from The Atlantic. They're warning that nuclear war would be bad for climate change. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to god you can't make this up. A celebrated uh democratic rag has the audacity and the stupidity to come out and tell you something so obvious. I, I don't even know what to say about that, but I thought that was pretty funny. They they they, they wanted to let you know that, that that could be bad for the uh climate change. Yeah, no shit. Uh let's see. Also, the Atlantic is also talking about the WNBA player trying to smuggle drugs into Russia. Her name is uh Brittany Greiner and she, uh, she was detained by Russian customs officers in February after they discovered vaping supplies as well as cannabis oil cartridges in her luggage. She was traveling from, I believe, or was it? I think it was New York to Russia to continue her time with the country's top teams. And they're saying she could face up to 10 years in prison. Now the funny thing about this story is not that she got arrested, but the fact that the Atlantic is blaming American misogyny. Get this misogyny for the WNBA player being arrested on drug charges in the U.S. and Russia. Okay, traveling from the United States, they're saying that um, they're saying if it, if the U.S. gave women's basketball the respect it deserves, the WNBA star might not be in legal jeopardy. You know, so just to give you some idea. What they're getting at is they're telling us that we're supposed to love the WNBA. Now, mind you, this is a black, queer uh, woman, all right? And they're saying that Russia is hostile to that. Well, that may very well be. But you still were breaking the law by bringing this stuff and trying to smuggle it into Russia. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? If nothing else, she's guilty of being stupid. And she makes more money over there. See, that's what they're saying. She makes a million dollars over there where she only makes 200000 with, uh with the Phoenix Comets or some nonsense. I don't know if you've ever watched a WNBA game, but it's horrible. I mean, it, it, the, the, the quality is just not there. So they wonder why nobody watches. But anyway, uh, moving on to the next, uh, the next story. Uh, Zelensky, he is actually thanking Zuckerberg for helping him with pro- the propaganda war. Uh, he actually said that out loud. So he even referred to it as the propaganda war, so obviously there is propaganda going on in this struggle with uh, Russia. Now the Facebook has changed their their uh, terms of service, and what they've done is they've actually uh, abbreviated it and, and put special uh, dispensation, I guess you'd call it in their in their terms of service, saying that you can actually call, because originally you could not call for violence against anyone. Uh, Facebook would take you off. YouTube was the same way. Unless, of course, you're ISIS and you're chopping people's heads off. Then you, get, you never get removed from uh, YouTube or Facebook. But if it's just normal person and you said anything about violence, you are immediately banned or taken off the platform. Well, now, if you call for violence against the Russian government or the Russian army, that's okay. Okay, because they have a little asterisk there and in in fine print it says this does not include Russian citizens. American, you know, American slash Russian citizens are um, Russian citizens of any kind. But no one's going to read that. So all that's doing, all you're doing in Facebook is you're just promoting violence against people that are totally innocent, this thing. And that's what they want. They want division amongst all of us. That's where because if you had division, then nobody's looking at the real picture here. Nobody's looking behind the, the, the curtain. We're all looking at the Oz, right? We're not looking at the guy running the show behind the curtain. So that's what that's all about. Uh, let's see. Democratic midterm chief, his name is Sean Patrick Maloney. <laughs> Think he's Irish? He said, he's saying that the Democrats are their own worst enemy. And that's why they're going to lose in, uh, in November. They say, we, he's saying, and he's quoted as saying, we are the problem because we think we're better than everybody else and that there can be no dissenting opinions whatsoever and we need to change that well that's too late you're not going to change that i guarantee you so if that is the reason you're going to lose in november believe me you're going to lose because there's there's no getting around that the average the average elite democrat or rich democrat thinks they know everything just go down the list it's 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 unbelievable. Uh, let's see. Oh, number number 11, which I'm, I'm going a little long this time because I had, I had a couple I needed to throw in here. Russia's thinking about not giving the U.S. astronaut a ride home. How about that? They're kicking it around. They haven't come right out and addressed it, but they're saying, ah, eh, there's a possibility. We may just tell you what. We're not going to give you a ride back to the house. Yeah, so I don't know what you're going to do. Well, of course, you know, SpaceX gets involved and Elon Musk's of the world. They think they can, they can fix this thing. Oh, that's not a problem. SpaceX, we can we can uh, retrofit, and we can do this, and we can do that, and we can. Do and you're talking about years of of getting it done. It's it's not something you can do overnight because that space, the International Space Station is basically what it. The way it works is it's falling constantly. It 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 it's not really it's not an orbit like you think when you see Star Trek. That's not how that works. They have to make adjustments, and they have to have uh, uh, help to keep that thing in space and not burning up into the atmosphere. You're going to have to hustle, is all I can say, because uh, Elon's having a little trouble getting these, uh, these uh, ships off the ground, and he's not carrying astronauts with him. So I don't know how you're going to do that. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. And this may, uh, this may be a, Elon's, one of his, uh, his pet projects again. So we'll see how that works. We'll see how that works. Uh, and speaking of uh, hypocrisy, uh, Saudi Arabia actually beheaded 81 people yesterday in, uh, in Saudi Arabia. Now, these were, these were people that uh, were involved in the Yemen, uh, the Yemen war. And I don't know all the particulars on it, but they did say that 81 had been beheaded yesterday. Now, that's our ally, okay? Saudi Arabia is our ally. And it's okay for them to behead 81 people. I, if you don't see the hypocrisy here, you're not looking hard enough, okay? It, it's just pathetic. Uh, that's all I got today, and uh, thanks for listening. And if... Um, You get a chance and you don't mind, pass this along to somebody else. And that's all I got. And we'll see you tomorrow. And remember, it's March 14th and Joe Biden is the worst president in American history. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. As always, thanks for listening to The Average Joe Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong.